Talk is a podcast featuring active service members discuss their thoughts and opinions on various issues surrounding military life, current events, and history. The statements heard here are the opinions of its members and guests. These do not necessarily reflect the views of the Department of Defense and are not endorsed or sponsored in any way. Listener, your discussion class. This session is brought to you by Rally Point Pro Shops. Simplified online fundraising for America's warrior class. Find them at rallypointproshop.com. That's rallypointproshop.com. Shaka Bones, Honolulu, Hawaii. Tropic vibes and sketchy rides. Supporting and promoting Hawaii's motorcycle culture. Find them on shakabones.com. That's shakabones.com. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pit Talk, pulling the pits and the pins with your host, Gunny G. If you don't follow us, follow us on all social media platforms, everywhere you get your podcasts, especially on Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. We are back again with another session, uh, this time with a special guest by the name of Elijah Main. Uh, he's got plenty of business under his biceps. I don't know where they're at, but they're definitely there. Elijah, go ahead and say hello to the listeners, please. Hey, what's going on, guys? Sweet. Uh, so I appreciate you taking the time uh, to come on. I know you're a busy man. you got a lot of business. Families important to you. I know that we talked last week about it. But we're just going to hit it. Um, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself real quick, where you're from, married with kids, and how long have you served and, and in what capacities? All right. Uh, from Rochester, New York. My accent is gone because I haven't been back in 20 years. Um, but, uh, married. So I've been married for six years. My anniversary was yesterday, actually, uh, married for six years. I got four kids and one on the way. Um, so my wife is eight and a half months pregnant. She is due next month. So, um, we're looking forward to that one. Um, yeah, from Rochester, New York, I served in the Navy for 20 years, uh, joined in 2002, just retired last year, uh, in December. Um, I was a CB for in the Navy. So, the construction force of, of the Navy. I did 12 deployments in 20 years and uh, it's, it was awesome. So did a few combat, few luxury, you know, I've had, I, I've had some tough ones, but I've had some really easy ones. Um, so yeah, so I can't say my whole time was bad. Yeah, of course. Okay, sweet. Um, question for you. Uh, since we're getting right into it, you're pretty, uh, you, you lift weights there Elijah, a little bit. Uh, what I uh, three four days a week, not even kidding. About three oh, four days. So a week. modest. <laughs> it's true. God. This must be genetics. It's uh, I've been living for thirty years, man. Oh. Twenty five years. So it's it's just. Oh okay, I guess that makes sense. You know, I'm, I go to gym a little bit myself just to run. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, anyways, so uh, again, I appreciate you coming on, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't. Uh, haven't heard or you just got on Elijah Main coming hailing in from a long ways from Washington for sure though. Um, but quick, quick question for you has so I know that you were in the Navy. You said how many years? Twenty. Twenty. Um, yep. Do you think uh, the twenty years benefited you in a in a good or in a negative way? Uh, pro, uh, you know both. I mean, I would say a hundred percent positive, and that's just I, I have to say that. I, my upbringing was not glorious, you know. It wasn't. I, I grew up pretty. Um, I grew up without, you could say. Um, I grew up in a trailer for the first eighteen years of my life. I, my, my wife always tells me that uh, she feels sorry for me because you know, I kind of slept on a couch my whole teenage life. So um, she's she's like, I wish I could just take care of you. But um, yeah, so I slept on you know a, a couch. So I didn't I didn't have much growing up. So when I joined the Navy. Um, it, it was awesome for me. I mean, I loved traveling the world, seeing the world. I've had some shitty times. I had some great times. Uh, met my wife. You know, I had some kids. Started some businesses. So I mean, it's overall, it's been great. I wouldn't be able to do any of that if I didn't join. Um, met some awesome people. You know, th- throughout throughout the time, uh, had great experiences. I mean, as a, a drill instructor, man, that that. So I was I was a drill instructor for four years or three and a half years, if you'll call. It, but with the training and everything, it's about four years. But um. 
mean, with that, I mean, it's just so rewarding. I mean, it's it sucks. It does while you're doing it. It's absolutely terrible. Uh, but it's rewarding at the same time. You see these kids come in and they're yeah. just these little weak, you know, just kids. And then you, they leave like, you know, straight and arrow. And you're like, I did that. That was awesome. That's what I'm talking about. I still get to this day. I got my recruits texting me and emailing me, you know, messaging me on Instagram or something saying, I don't know if you remember me, but I was your recruit, you know, eight years ago. And I was just like, sad part is I do remember you. And that's if I remember you, that's probably a bad thing. But uh, I do remember you. you know. So, so, I mean, overall, it was great. I mean, I wouldn't have anything uh, I, I have. So. Absolutely. That's good, man. I, I get that, too. I, when I first, after I left in uh, 2020, I was, or excuse me, yeah, 2020. Even when I was there in 2019, um, I would be at Target with my family, and then all of a sudden, you feel like a shoulder tap behind you. Hey, are you uh, so-and-so? I'm like, yes, just calm down. We're at Target, please. Don't make a scene. You know what I mean? Like they're all super excited to see me. You know. Yeah, yeah. So and, and then now to this day, I don't mean I don't see too many of my recruits, recruits anymore. But it is an experience. It is rewarding for sure. It definitely sucks. I agree with you, but it is rewarding in the long run. Um, yep. So nothing but good things. You know, I've I've heard. Uh, I like uh, one of my buddies where I'm at here now. They asked me to do uh, Chief Season. You heard of that? Yeah, Obviously. man. Hey. I won't say anything if if you don't say anything. You, you you can let me in some secrets if you want before chief season next year. Bro, chief season, man, let me tell you. So chief season, I tell people this all the time. I didn't play the like I played the game during when I was doing it. And then afterwards, when I have some selects reach out to me and they're like, you know, they have to call us genuines, like genuine chief. So I'm a genuine chief. I'm like, bro, it's, it's relax. This is not that serious, right? But um, and I but I get the purpose of it. I do. But I tell them they're like, "Hey, what advice can you give me?" And I was like, "Dude, I'm not going to give you advice, man. I'll give you the answers." I was like, "I just I don't really I don't play the the, the game." <laughs> However, like I see the purpose behind it. I do because I was that guy. It, it's pretty much this is the answer, and this is what I tell everybody. Like, but, but um, I'm still in touch with like most of the people in my mess, man, because the mess is awesome. When you're you're part of a real mess, like through season, I love yeah. season, man. Season's fun. On the other side, like when you're mm. not, not you going through it, but like on the other side, yeah. like, season's fun, man. It's awesome because it's kind of the same thing with the recruits. You see him grow from like this. You know, no offense, I don't want to you know, offend anybody. Like like an arrogant first class. That's what I was. I was like awesome, right? And it's you realize like you know what? Yeah, I wasn't I didn't do shit. I really didn't. Oh. Oh, technically, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, okay. Oh, my bad. It froze a little bit. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. It froze a little bit. But, uh, yeah, the, I think uh, when he uh, – the way he got me, um, he goes like this, you know, flips it up. I'm like, what is that? He goes, go through it and you'll get it too. I'm like, oh, God. Well, That's how he got angry? me too. Stupid little pin. He's got that – okay. <laughs> he a little pin, a little cheap, a little yeah, cheap pin or whatever they gave him. Everybody has it here. Yeah, a little, little yeah. anchor. I'll give you a little anchor, um, yeah. We so were cover. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we yeah. the Ghania shoot. We're having a brain fart. Jesus. Uh Gunny Cope. Uh mm. he showed it to me. He goes, This is where we were. I'm like, Oh god, calm down, guys. This is a little pin. But I'll do it because <laughs> it's pretty dope. I'll do yeah, the pin. I want the pin. That's it's all fun. I want is a pin. Yeah, but anyways. Anyway, the Air Force cats go through season that we put them through. Yeah. Nice. And they get the they they so gave the combination. It's open to all parties. Well, E seven and above, yeah. Ah, I like it. Well, like, oh, like yeah, yeah, the, in, the Navy, in the Navy, the, the, the chief rank, the E seven rank is the only like in the Air Force, you go from E six to E seven and it's like nothing. It's like cool. Congratulations. It's another it's another thing. I know Gunny's a, a huge mm-hmm. in the Marine Corps. Uh, but chief season, like you go for, in the Navy, it's a complete transition. Like you your whole uniform changes. Like you get rid of your black pants, you get the khaki pants. That's why they're called khakis. But you, you, you know, to get the black pants, put the khaki pants on. You get rid of the, the, the jump, the, uh, the jumper cracker jack we call them with the, the little Dixie cup the Navy guys put on their head. You get rid of all that. All that goes away. You get your combination cover. You get your full dress whites. Like it's, it's a whole change, man. It's completely different. So that's why there's like a whole the drastic change from E sixty seven in the Navy than, than other branches. That's why like other branches come to our season uh, because they went like, hey, what is this? Ch- what is yeah. what do you learn in this six weeks? Let's go, let's do this. 
So it's awesome when I see that because it's like we're not That's any better than I mean we're not any better than a E6 or I mean E7 in another branch, but we just go through this particular six week kind of uh, initiation, you know, to kind of make realize okay, this isn't about me. Pretty much what it is. It, 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 it is dope. I wish that uh, I wish the Marine Corps would let me wear those peanut butters, man. Those are nice, all whites too. Oh, dude, nice the choker whites! I love those things. I still wear those. You can wear them retired now. Those are nice. You, <laughs> you can. Those are dope. I, 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 I was allowed to wear them. Look at you. Do they still fit? I know you. You swole oh, yeah. over there. Yeah, they still fit. It's snug, but they still they still um, fit. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I had my beard and everything. It was great. First time wearing a beard in uniform. It was awesome. <laughs> That's dope, dude. But uh. On that on that subject, uh, do you think uh, the Navy's better prepared you for your business endeavors? And uh, can you elaborate on some tangibles and tangibles? And and then, if you want, just kind of hit the business endeavors that you're interested in, that you're doing right now, or that you're invested in right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I, I want to say yes. So when I was in uh, the the companies that I currently have now, they're not my first companies I've built. Um, but my, my first one, I, my first couple I built were extreme failures. Like this isn't a, like all of a sudden I, I created this awesome company because I was in the military. Not, not at all. I've, I've created some shitty companies and they failed. Um, it just, there's stepping stones to it. Hmm. Uh, but a, a while ago, why I wanted to become an entrepreneur, um, I was living in base housing and I ordered Chinese huh. food, right? And the Chinese delivery guy comes to the door and he knocks on the door and I get my Chinese food and he's like, you're in the Navy. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in base housing. So yeah, I'm in the Navy. And he's like, uh, he's like, I was too. And I was just like, Oh, that's awesome. I was like, you know, you know, thank you for your service, et cetera. I was like, what, you know, what, what were you? I was only E five at the time. And he was like, uh, uh, retired as a senior chief, which is uh, an E eight in the Navy. And he's delivering my Chinese food. So I'm like, I clearly got to do something outside of this job, outside of the military, if I'm going to make it in this world, because yeah. he's like the second highest rank you can possibly get delivering my Chinese food. Like, clearly what you make in the Navy military is not enough to, to survive. I was like, I need to do something. So that's when I started building companies and like, I dabbled in it and then it failed and then deployed a couple of times and came back and tried another one. Um, my first semi-successful company was called Military Muscle. Um, I started that, built that up um, on YouTube pretty much. If you go to YouTube and type in Military Muscle Motivation, you'll see this guy. Um, but started YouTube videos, you know, on YouTube videos have like, you know, six, seven million views on, on, the, on the video. So it's, it's turned out pretty good. But that company... I started that before I became a drill instructor. So during that time, you know, you can't, you have no time at all when you're, when you're a drill instructor. So, yeah. uh, so I had to kind of pass that company off to my, my business partner. And then ever since I, I didn't take it back over and I kind of parted ways from it. Um, but recently, so pretty much me and my wife started a company called Curves and Combat Boots in 2017. It's a women's athletic apparel brand. And, uh, I mean, it, it did, you yeah. know, very good. Um, I think, being I, being in the military absolutely helped you know shape the way I lead my 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 companies and the way I you know lead my employees and my team right. Um, but chief season is one hundred percent the reason why it's it was successful because like what that taught me again it's not about you it's not about if you look in the mirror and you blame somebody else like for issues taking accountability you know taking ownership all that stuff you learn that in our chief season for the most part. And, uh, so I do the same thing. Like if I have an employee that didn't get a task done or didn't get a job done, why did they fail? First thing you got to look at is yourself. Uh, did you train them properly? Did you give them the proper resources? Did you give them clear and concise instructions to what you wanted? What are your expectations, et cetera, et cetera. Most people don't do that. Uh, most people, even me, I mean, my leadership growing up in the Navy, you know, uh, they say do something, you don't do it, and you're like, dude, you didn't tell me what you wanted, me, what you wanted me to do, when you wanted it done, how to do it, who to talk to, you know, like, so you, you kind of learn the do's and the don'ts, but like uh, being, you know, be, being the chief in the Navy absolutely forged how I am as a chief executive officer. I was actually looking, uh, you know, this the, the term I tell people all the time: the word chief is the most important word in chief executive officer. 
hundred percent. So that just fits right there. It's like the word chief is the most important word in that, in that title. Uh, so I kind of hold that and that's how I, you know, that's how I run my companies. Uh, but yeah, curves and combat boots is, a uh, uh, is the one that kind of, you know, pays for everything. Um, I also have a supplement company called live body. Uh, live body is a, a supplement brand. I'm partners with, a. Uh, a fitness influencer, Paige Hathaway. She's my partner in um, in that, and we have a couple other partners in the company as well. Um, and then nice. let's see, I'm building I'm building an app right now, so that's that's one uh, coming soon next month. We launch it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Okay, let me give you a little hint. All right, so this app is it's a dating app. But let me explain. Right, I've never used a dating app in my life. Never have. Never will. However, so this dating app. Um, a buddy of mine came to me with this idea and cause I don't like the whole hookup culture. I think it's stupid. I, I think the, the wor- world in the, the dating scene with teenagers and kids and it's just going to shit. But so this, this dating app is a little bit different, right? Uh, we haven't launched it yet, but I'm gonna give you guys a little sneak peek of what it is. So this dating app, it focuses on the chivalry and traditional roles of the relationship. And it focuses on the most important part of dating, and it's focused on the date itself. So let me explain what that means, right? Imagine if you want to go on a date with a girl, and a girl has in her profile, I want to go to the Cowboys game. Well, you will click that and say, I'll take you to the Cowboys game. Not like Netflix and chill, message back and forth and swipe, none of that crap. It's It focuses on the date itself. And the guy take, picks her up, the guy pays for it. But chivalry and traditional roles, that's what we're going back to. And we focus on safety. Nice. We won't do the details of that kind of stuff. That's launching soon. You'll hear all that. But anyway, oh. been working on that for a while. It's, you know, the app's been going on from uh, building built for the past two years. You know, and it's uh, it's been awesome. Well, I have another venture Is as that well. Dope, that is my most passionate. But there's a question on your uh, your your thing here that actually segues into that. So I'll wait till you ask that question. I'll, I'll talk about the next company. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate it. So there's obviously a lot of business endeavors, and obviously you have a solid foundation. And the Marine, the military has, excuse me, not Marine Corps, but the military has provided that for you. Um, so, to on to the next one. Obviously, you have some lessons learned. Not everything was a success, but not everything was is a failure. It's obviously a lesson learned. In uh, obviously, you touched a little bit already on what you've got going on and what you learned from the last ones. Uh, can you give some lessons learned about your business endeavors and some advice for young? young service members that want to pursue the same thing as you. Oh, absolutely. So I, I think the, in the, in the beginning, my first company is like why they failed. I don't know. I can't really pinpoint why they failed, but I, I definitely have lessons learned uh, in the companies I've built since. Um, not every year was smooth. Not every month is smooth. Not every day is smooth. You're constantly putting out fires constantly. But I would say the biggest thing is this. You got to surround yourself with smarter people than you. Uh, you surround yourself with better people than you for the job. Right. When I sit down at my table in my conference room every, you know, Mondays and Fridays, we handle our we, we do our operations meetings. Um, I'm not the smartest person at the table. All right. If there's somebody that can do the job better than I can do it. So that's why they're doing the job and I'm not doing it or else I would just do it myself. The thing is, is like people nowadays, young <laughs> entrepreneurs, right, young entrepreneurs now, they have this ego and this chip on their shoulder like, it's my company. I can do this. This is my, do it how I want to do it. So like you don't realize, man, you got to hire people and find people that can do that job better than you. And then you hire them. And then you hmm. take their advice. Like, hey, how, how would you make this job better, this position better? If this is how you ran this particular lane, why'd you do it that way? Teach me because clearly you know what you're doing and I don't, right? Not only that I don't, but you can do it better than yeah. I can. Um, entrepreneurs grow up and they kind of really want to do everything and they micromanage. Uh, and that's the biggest downfall is they micromanage. Uh, you get, when, when you, when you're an executive or you have a higher level, you know, if you own the company, you got to spend time on the business. You work on the business, you grow the business, you work up and out. The problem with a lot of young entrepreneurs or people who want to start a business, they don't realize you need to work on the business, not in the business. And the problem with a lot of people is they work in the business. They focus on the little stuff and the dailies and the all this stuff. Not even they're not growing their brand. They're working in the company, not on the company. And uh, that's the that's huge yeah. lesson learned in the first couple of years in business. That's what I did. I was always in the company every day. I didn't realize I need to focus on. 
the bigger picture. What's the mission? Why are my people following me? Why are my employees part of the company? Um, because you have to have a vision for them. But if you can't yeah. view up and out on where your company, where you want to take your brand, then they don't know where they're going. So they're like, they're just coming to work, doing their job and leaving. But if you have a clear vision of what you, where you want the brand to go, what you want the company to do, what you want the end game, because you're looking up and out, right? You're working on the business, then it's easy to follow, yeah. right? So that's one lesson learned. I could you could say that's maybe that's a, a couple in there, but I mean, there's there's a, a, we can go on a, a three hour podcast. You just want to talk about business and, and stuff like that. <laughs> I think that's the biggest one. This is, is this is your show. I'm just here. Surround yourself with smarter people than you. That's pretty much what it is, right? So, absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't hear that, I, actually, I just talked to a, a buddy of mine, Jeremy Graves. He's got a, he's got his own, you know, businesses coming up and running. And uh, the same thing, just last week and the week before that too, is uh, you got to surround yourself with smart people. You are not the smartest in the room, and you got to humble yourself if you want to grow. You got to put yourself in. Uh, in circumstances that are, you know, they're going to chip away at your, at, the, at your, you know, the, the molding block of, of Israel per se of me. Right. Uh, so that's, that's good advice. It's definitely tools and toolbox. I'm learning something every week from something, somebody that I interview. And again, this is your show. Uh, Elijah, you go on as long as you want, but, uh, <laughs> so obviously do you have another, maybe a small tidbit? Cause again, I'm taking notes. This is video recording. Uh, I'm taking notes as we speak. Do you have another maybe tidbit uh, for young service members that want to be in the same shoes as you, a entrepreneurs? Uh, I, I would say you you focus on a niche and focus on the brand. Um, the thing is, right now people want to say it depends what kind of business you're in. Right, right now I, I don't have a whole I don't have a real estate business. I I, I know what I know. I, I'm not going to preach about how to grow your real estate company because I don't know how to do that. Right, um, I I'm an e-commerce guy. Mm -hmm. I'm dabbling in the app world right now. Um, but what I know in the e-commerce world is people buy from people. People want to buy from a brand they believe in and the brand that is a good brand. In their now, the term "good" is is is, is you know relative. Um, so, like my brand has a specific vision and a specific look, feel. We're very pro-America and flag and red, white, blue and. I got blue line, red line, camel line. I got concealed carry leggings where you can carry, but some people are against carrying a weapon or against weapons. So when I say a good brand, that person might not like my brand because I believe in two way and I yeah. believe in carrying. So it's like they may not like my brand because of that. And I understand that. And that's fine, dude. Do your thing. However, we also have to stick to our morals, right? But when it comes to you know, building really right. foundation for your company, you got to have a niche and you got to have a story and you got to build a brand, right? People have to be able to follow that. But it, how do you do that, right? You got to have cute. your own core value. Um, so you got to develop your company core values and your personal core values. Um, and it, your, your company has to operate. Everybody you hire, everybody within your company needs to operate on those core values. And if they don't, then they shouldn't be an employee of yours. If they don't, then it shouldn't, they shouldn't be with you anyway. Uh, and that's how you surround yourself with the best people mm. possible because you have your core values, your pillars, if you want to call them. Um, so that's you know what I do with my companies. I mean, it's basic stuff like you know, transparency, be transparent, take ownership. Uh, I have a long list of core values, but like the last one is my favorite one to be a good person. Ultimately, just be a good fucking person. And it's like some people are just shitty yeah. people. Like if, as long as you're not shitty to other people, <laughs> you're not going to burn any bridges and, and you're good to go. You know, so if you want to if you're a young entrepreneur that wants to start a business, like think about what you want to do first. Really outline what you want to do, like graph it out and actually write down what you want to do. I have conversations with people all the time that want to start a business, but they have no idea what they want to do. And that's fine. There's a lot of business out there you can either replicate. Nothing is original anymore. Like nothing. I, I started a legging company. Lululemon still exists. All these other competitors still exist. But I'm still making money. Right? So it's like you don't have to come yeah. up with something crazy original. But we have a specific niche. Right? So you just have to yeah. focus on what you want to do. And if you go to work every day and you hate what you do, then that's probably not what you want to do as an entrepreneur. Because there's going to be a long lot of times you're not going to get paid. You're going to have people want to become an entrepreneur because they want to quit the nine to five, not realizing when you become an entrepreneur, you're working 24 seven. Like it's all day, every day. It's, 
It is. Yeah. It's true. You're you, you're an entrepreneur. You got a podcast. It is eight o'clock at night, eight thirty at night, and here you are in a podcast. But you want to quit the nine to five. You see what I mean? You traded the nine to five to do this, yeah. and it's like here you are at nine o'clock yeah. at night, and you doing your thing because it's what you like doing. You see what I mean? Like you yeah. enjoy it's not work at this point. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you, like you just said, you're learning every day. You talk mm. to new people. This isn't a job at this point. You know what I mean? So it's like this is what people yeah. need to think about what they want to do because if you if it's it's got to be a passion of yours. And if it's not a passion, it's going to become work. And if it becomes work, you're going to dread doing it. And you're not yeah. going to come to work. You're going to – that one extra email you should have sent, you're not going to send it today. You're going to send it tomorrow. That one extra package you could have packaged, you're going to do it tomorrow. You see what I mean? You're always going to put it mm. off because it's work at that point. Yeah. Um, there's no cutoff time when you're an entrepreneur. Sorry. It's it's a wrap. Like you're at 10 o'clock at night. If there's a fire put out, you got to put it out. It's your fault. That's good. That's good. I was I was talking to again the last couple people on my sh- on the on the set on the podcast said the same thing. It's just you got to find a, a niche, you got to find a passion. Yep. And what that passion is, that's what you do. And, and again, Absolutely. I like to run my mouth and therefore I got a podcast, right? Hey, talking to Eliza and learning <laughs> learning more about business and how how I can I can do it. I can still do it. Uh, it doesn't have to be original, like you said, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening, if you're tuning in, it doesn't have to be original. Just do something, right? Yeah, how many podcasts are And you're still enjoying doing a podcast. Like, it doesn't have to be original. You know what I'm saying? Like It just doesn't. Yeah. It just doesn't. Yeah. Absolutely. So going to my next. Uh, so I know transition is a big is a big issue with service members, and and it's just a check in the box formality for the mo- for the most part in terms of military. And I understand. I think as grown men and women, we understand that the military. Um, Eliza, you there? Yeah, I'm good, man. Okay. It says, uh, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, technical difficulties. Yeah, transition has been a uh, ongoing topic for all service members, right? That transition either after four, eight, and retirement is always the same issue. It's uh, well, same issues, right? Per se, it's not enough, or you need to take a hold of your transition, uh, your own transition in your turn, in your experience, right? Uh, the twenty years of service has your transition from service member to civilian been smooth? Are you better prepared during that transition? Did they give you enough information to transition, or can they do can they do something better? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you brought this up. Am, am I coming in clear? Am I good? It, I, the video's off, but it says a uh, live video will return when, when the internet improves. I just keep going because the audio is still still recording. So even, even if I don't have this video clip, I'm still gonna have audio. Go ahead. All right. So yeah. So let me let me let me. I, I'm glad. I, I wish it was everything was working good because this is my what I was talking about earlier. My my other brand, my other company I built. We're good now. All right. So so. Yep. I'm glad you brought this up and I'm glad this question is on your list because l- let me explain this. So I, I retired in December of 2022 last year and my retirement was not smooth at all. I have resources. I have people. However, my retirement was not smooth at all. I had had, I had a full blown retirement ceremony at my warehouse. Entire chain of command came, mess came, everyone came. However, the day that I retired was supposed to be retiring. They told me I'm missing signatures on my retirement paperwork. I'm like, didn't you just do a full blown retirement on me? And I'm missing a signature. Like no offense, but get your shit together. Right. So that yeah. delayed everything for me. So I couldn't retire on time. And so hmm. I didn't get my DD two fourteen on time. So my family didn't have healthcare. My kids, wife, I don't care about me. Right. I, I'll take Mojo. I don't give a shit. Right. But when my family can, goes to the, the hospital and gets turned away because they're not covered by insurance, that's a problem for me. So first time in 20 years, right? All of it. The VA process, nobody helped me with, with nothing. I had to use my own resources to, to, to figure out my VA stuff. Uh, the retirement process, SkillBridge, I got denied for SkillBridge. Um, and then post-retirement, not a single person outside of the, my personal friends has reached out and said, how's everything going? Nothing. It is out of sight, out of mind. I don't give a fuck about you anymore the day you're out of this, out of the branch, right? Let me explain this, though. So this is why I did what I did. My, one of my best friends, Brian, he was, he was with me throughout this whole time. He's a civilian guy. 
and he's been in like uh, the financial industry for like, you know, 30 years. But um, he was just like, is it like this for everybody? And I was just like, honestly, man, yeah, you, you hear about it the whole time. Like you hear about it your whole career. And that's why it's on your questionnaire, because, you know, this is a problem. Right. <laughs> so you hear about it your whole career. And then when you finally go through it, you're like, wow, man, it's true. Like this sucks. Nobody knows what to do. Nobody knows what to tell you. Taps class is a joke. And then you have no no one to talk to. And then when you're done, they don't give a shit about you. It sucks. Like, it really does. It sucks. Again, I had my personal friends, I, my mess friends, that have reached out. And you know, we communicate all the time because we're, we're in the mess. And, we, and I love it. They're my boys. But outside of that, chain of command-wise, zilch, nothing. You're not even, like, nothing. It's crazy, right? Yeah. So this is what I did. And me, me and my buddy Brian came up with this thing. We got together. We said, hey, man, you're well off. You know what you're doing. You have resources. I'm well off. I have financial resources. What can we do to help these people getting out? Right? So we created a, uh, we created a program, completely free, by the way. So this is my passion. I've made plenty of money in my career. I don't need – this isn't about money for me. This is why it's completely free, Right? So we created a program called Military Retirement Solutions, MRS. You can go to militaryretirementsolutions.com and look this up, right? I map out exactly what to do for retirement. Starting 18 months out, like 18 months from separating from the, your, your, the military, I map out everything that you need to do from 18 months out. SGLI replacement, uh, skill bridge requests, the VA process, retirement paperwork, all of it, your DD-214, what to do afterwards, your DEERS, TRICARE, uh, ID cards, you name it, I map it all out from 18 months out to the day you retire and post-retirement. I do it all for you, like with you. I do it with you, right? So I created that program because this program is needed. That's why we created it. Um, so it's called Military Retirement Solutions, and this is my passion. Because I do what kind of what we're doing now, but it's not really a podcast. But I do Zoom calls with people that are, with, with service members that are getting out, that are retiring. They're yeah. 18 months out from retiring. They're 10 months out. They're 20 days out. They're 30 days out, whatever it is. And I have Zoom calls with them explain to them exactly what they need to do. Because their command, and I understand why, though. I understand why the command has no idea what to do and what to tell them. Because they've never done it before. Yeah. If you have an E5 that's sitting in there in the in the admin office explaining to this 20-year you know, chief how to retire, how do they know? They've never retired. So they didn't go through the VA process, so they don't know what to tell you. They didn't do skill bridge because they don't so they don't know what to tell you. You see what I mean? So like so I understand yeah. it, but it's crazy that this is still a problem. And it's hmm. two hundred thousand service members are retiring every year, right? So, but this is a crazy problem. So I created this program and it's only been alive for 90 days now, right? 120 days, maybe. Um, and I've had Zoom calls. Me and, my, me and my buddy, Brian, we do this together. We tag team. He hits the financial side. I hit the military side. And we tag team it. And we've done 120, 130 Zoom calls with service members retiring. Strictly word nice. of mouth. We don't advertise it. We don't do anything. It's strictly word of mouth. And we help people transition out, trying to make it smooth, not stressful. You'd be surprised yeah. the stories that we hear on these calls, man. It's pretty. If you could be a fly on the wall on some of these calls, it's nuts, man. We get we have calls all the time about I'm ten days out from retiring and my command doesn't even know I'm retiring. It's like what? It's like what? what? Like what? Like how does that even happen? Oh, like they submit for retirement on, online. You know, they submit for yeah. their their paperwork, but then the command doesn't even know. And they're getting out. They're I'm like, it's a joke. So anyway, you want to yeah. ask about my transition? My transition was. Not so good. I did it deep well because I, you know, have my own resources. Uh, but I created this program specifically to help people that way when they're transitioning out, I guide them through every step of the way, and it's one hundred percent completely free. So it's not it's not that the organization doesn't know; it's just the people in the spots don't know. Well, I think the thing is, is like they, they know this information is out there, but nobody takes the time to actually walk the person through. Hmm. Nobody takes the time. The, I, and, I, and I have every person I talk to, I say, hey, send me what your command gave you. Send me what your command gave you so I can see, like, how can I make one? How can I make my program better? Because that's what I help do as well. How can I make my program better? But also, like, what are they giving you? I want to know. I'm curious. And the, the information is there. 
Like rough, roughly it is, but it's this long fucking email or this long, <laughs> crazy document. No one's you, dude. You're a Marine. You be honest. You're not going to read that shit, right? You're, you're going to look at this thing. Like what? Like somebody no. just tell me what to do, please. Mm-hmm. Cause this document is nuts. And like, yeah. it's crazy. They just want to be, you, you just want to be kind of told what to do and when to do it. Not really this, this, crazy long document and so the command knows what to do maybe um but they just have this document they send everybody like hey here you go this is how you get out and it's like this is what's crazy to me because so i was a recruiter for for three years here in dallas by the way i sucked i'm a terrible recruiter because i'm not i'm not i'm not good at lying right i can't like when someone says like the only job i can get is like a cook i'm like you know it's probably not a good job like i'm just being honest with you like I, I can't lie to you, you know? No. Um, so like I wasn't a good liar, so I, I'm not a good recruiter. So so they pushed me I was on the it's called the Warrior Challenge Scout. So they want people to want to be like Navy SEAL, SWIC, EOD, you know, Area Rescue, the Navy Diver. They came to me. So that's what I did for the last like two years of my, my career. But anyway, but I was a recruiter for a little bit, right? So it's crazy because as a recruiter, we will do everything in our power to get that person in the military. Like you recruited it. You got to do paperwork. I'm going to show you how to do it. You got to go to this location to go sign in a MEPS. I'm going to drive you there myself, right? I'm going to pick you up when you're done. I'm going to take you home. I'm going to drive you to the, the, the hotel. I'm going to drive you to the airport. I'm going to do this, this. I'm going to hold your hand throughout this whole process to get into the military. Then when it comes time to get out, they're like, here's this document, bro. Have good luck. It's like, what? <laughs> like, you know, like, it's crazy. That's, like, holy that's shit. Fair. Blows my mind that we do all that handholding with all that to get people in the Navy. But then when it comes to time to get out, they're just like, yeah, good luck, man. It's crazy. That's, so that's that leads me. So. I have I have a question, right? Yep. Not a rebuttal, just something to think about. Please. Because um, I'm with you. I, I'm with you. I, I just hear I hear Marines getting out. You know, the struggle, the struggle is real. But my question to you is some people would say, it is your transition, not the not the navies, not the marines, not the you know so on and so forth. It's your transition. So if you don't take ownership of your transition, then we have issues the way we have issues now. Is that is that factual? No, that's correct. Yes. So my my response to that is going to be, what did I tell you? What did I tell you was the whole purpose of cheese season? Mm. Take mm. care of your people. Your mm. job is to take care of your people, right? Ouch. The Navy's organization should take care of their people, right? Because regardless, I'm still going to be Navy is going to be attached to my name for the rest of my life. I'm a Navy retired chief, right? You're going to be a veteran your entire life. Take care of your people, right? Like you asked me, how do you run a business? I take care of my people, right? Imagine if I'm going to get rid of an employee or they're going to quit or they're moving on to something else, right? What if I just said, yeah, good luck. But no, I take care of my people, right? So they have the, the military is its own organization and needs to take care of their people. Look what we have Gosh. nowadays. Homeless veterans, that's a joke, man. Like, really? Like, yeah. if that person was taken care of, that problem wouldn't exist. Yeah. Is it- yeah, I 100% agree with you, though. Take ownership. It is your transition. It's my transition. That's why I did what I did. I did use my own resources. I figured it out, right? But okay. take care of your people, man. Like, if I, I wish... Did I need the help? No. Did I wish I got offered the help? Yeah, I would like to know that somebody was there if I needed it. Mm. That's, that's a good I hear point. You though. I do. I hear you though. Yeah, that is a good point, man, Elijah. I appreciate that because then you, you, you touched on it. It's it's always a touch point for my my pot, the podcast the sessions when people come on. It's always a touch point. Transition, transition, transition. Yep. Why do we have homeless or why do we have the suicide thing? And it's always, you know. Just you mentioned earlier, it's just once you get out, everybody drops you. They don't. It's like I decide I'm on. Like you said, it's just buy onto the next one, and you, you kind of feel like a number, right? And that number is a ten digit number. I know you know yours, right? Yeah, still, absolutely. So, well, that's what's cr- man. That's it, it, you. You hit it on the head, man. You, it's it's it, it's sad. It, it, that's the thing is, it's pretty much sad. Like having these calls with these with these service members getting out. Uh, I always ask like, what's the thing you're going to miss the most? Or even all the retirees that I talk to all the time. So being in, being with the program I built, I get a lot of retirees that reach out to like, Hey, I retired two years ago. How can you help? 
Um, it's crazy. The number one thing they miss is camaraderie. The number one thing they miss is like just being part of something. And it's like that blows my mind. So that's part of why I'm building this program as well. Part of my program, I, I help. I have people that also can be part of my program and help push the program that I'm pushing. Yeah. And they can be part of that. And then you, they hop on calls with Marine guys, Air Force guys, chief guys. It doesn't yeah. matter at that point. I, of course, you want to be like, hey, I'm a Marine. I'll be with a Marine too. But in the end game, you just want to be somebody you, you relate with. Hey, bro, you deploy. Yeah. I serve. You too. What's up? You know, that's pretty much what it is. It's like it's a yeah. different language, man. We speak our we're, – we're, we're our own like – our own tribe, if you will. I don't know what to call it. Like we're our own, like it's no. crazy. Cause like That's... we speak our own language and we speak a language that no one else is going to understand unless they also did it as well. You know? Yeah. You talk about gun or just command in general, like command, chain of command. It's like, you realize civilians don't use those terms, right? <laughs> it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. so that's good, man. Elijah, I appreciate you touching that point. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard, if you just tuned in, uh, this is Pit Talk, Pulling Pits and Opinions. Um, oh, my goodness. What's going on here? Anyways, um, yeah, follow us, like us, subscribe us everywhere you get your podcasts or on Spotify, on social media. Thank you for tuning in. We got Elijah Main. Um, but, yeah, it's it's very important that we just not drop ourselves because every every week on every week on every week, they say the same thing. And it's just weird if it's if it's the same issue every week. And nobody's addressed it. Maybe we should. Maybe we should address it. Maybe we should do something about it, or you know, add some more applic- applicability to the, the TAP program, right? Even have, even have Elijah Main on it and say, "Hey, this is what happened. These are the do's and don'ts of this part of the transition." Right? Is that fair? Yeah. So, like, yeah. So, TAP's class, like, the thing is, it's government owned. It's DOD owned. Uh, so, it's never going to change. It's really not. Um, <laughs> oh. and, and that's. That's that's the sad. It's sad. That's that's the truth, though. It's it's the truth. Like it's it sucks to say that, but it, it's true. So what, what what my here's my like I told you, you got to have with every brand, you got to have a vision, right? My vision is for Mike brand my my program MRS to be the program that's talked about in every Taps class, not to replace Taps because it's never going to happen because that's DoD owned and the government's not going to own my program. It's not going to happen um, unless they take it. But I live in Texas, so come and take it, right? But so like the, the goal is my program. I want my program talked about in the back room, in the back, you know, the back row of every TAPS class. Like, hey, man, this is mandatory. But check this out. This guy built this program. Go follow. They know what they're talking about. One on one calls. They'll help you out. They'll walk you through this whole thing. Right. That's my goal. I want every TAPS class. So they just be in the back, like check the box. Let me go talk to this guy. That's my goal. Yeah. You know, I want enough people to be able to do that. I can't do it myself, right? But I want yeah. enough people on my team to be able to do that because this, it's you're good, right, it's needed. And it's crazy that everybody talks to it every week on your podcast that it's that needed. And it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to do something about it. That's my goal. So yeah. we're going to start doing, in 2024, we're going to start doing base-to-base trainings on base about our program. Wow. Look yeah, bro. At you, I got, I got plenty of CMCs and, you know, the E9 and above. So I got plenty of them and, my, and you know, that are, that are my, my, my text buddies. And uh, they're like, hey, I can, get you in the, I can get you this base, this base, this base. And I'm like, let's go. Let's keep it coming. Because uh, we, yeah. we, we, we want to spread this thing nationwide. So Absolutely, man. That's dope. Yeah. Hey, if you, if, you, if you don't know, now you know MRS. Check it out. Um, so to my next next point which flows right into my next point. So obviously the transition, we can do better. We can provide better outlets for service members. Um, do you think that, do you think as senior leaders, we can, uh, you know, there's a lot of a hush, hush, you know, don't talk about it, blah, blah, blah. Do you think healthy, open, healthy discourse about certain topics are welcome and should, should be in the workplace vice, you know, no, because the order says no. Like what? Give an example. So let's just say, I don't know if, uh, you know, for what is it? Prohibited, what is it? Prohibited acts and what is it? Acts and conducts or what is it? The pack order? What is it called? I don't know what oh, it's the, called for you. I mean, yeah, yeah, but like what though? Like what would be, like give an example. What do you so mean? let's let's talk about something political, right? Uh, I don't know. Why are commander in chiefs a joke? Like that? You know, talking about something like that's that? That's a... That's that's on that's your that is your opinions, Elijah. That's not my opinion. <laughs> um, again, 
but something you know something like that or 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 what happened in what happened what happened in 2020 what happened in 2021 what's yep. currently happening now how they're the the country is so divided do you think that as service members as senior leaders those discussions should be had because marines are in the know or are they not or i'm sorry service members well so and this is what's crazy i mean uh, we'll, we'll, i'll touch a, a, a little bit just because some questions that i had right um and and do we talk about it in, in you know at work my workplace we don't talk about politics i don't, I don't allow it um because some, for, for some reason it's too touchy right now. Mm-hmm. um even though like I, I don't i have your own opinion i'm not gonna i'm not gonna think differently of you because you have a different opinion than me that's the problem yeah. with the world nowadays the problem with the world nowadays is if you have a different opinion than me then i hate you and it's like mm-hmm. why so i can we can have a the agreeing 90% of our conversations, but we have a disagreement on one thing and now we can't talk and can't be friends. It's like, what? Like yeah. a disagree with me. I don't care. Like, let's, let's, let's have a debate. Let's do this. We'll still have yeah. a drink afterwards, but it's like, who cares? Like you have a different opinion than me. That's yeah. doesn't mean I can't like you or hang out with you. We have a different opinion. Right. But, um, for instance, people ask me that the number one thing people, somebody asked me last, I want to say in the last like six to eight months was, mm-hmm. How do you feel about the Ukraine situation, right? Do you support Ukraine? That, that was the question. Do you support Ukraine? That was, that was the question. And my answer was, I don't know. And they didn't like that answer. They're like, well, do you or do you not? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I served for 20 years. I did 12 deployments, a lot of combat zones. I've never heard once the country Ukraine in my 20 years in the military. And now all yeah. of a sudden we're these best friends with them that we're sending billions of dollars to because we got to support them. Like, I don't understand, like, where did that come yeah. from? Yeah. I've never heard of us ever even of, of them being in any situation with us ever pull out of Afghanistan, dump all of our money in Ukraine. What, what, how we pulled out of Afghanistan? Like, bro, we all know you, sir, right? I, yeah. We all know when any change happens like that, that is a long process. Yeah. Like I helped pull everybody out of Iraq. That's part of what I did. I was going to Taji, Ramadi, Basra, all over the place, shutting down bases, tearing down jocks, ripping apart, you know, like just dismantling the bases that we built, right? Yeah. That process is a long fucking process. But all of a sudden, we pull out in two weeks. It's like, what? Like, I'm confused. So I get in trouble for not turning in a gas mask. But you can leave billions of dollars of Humvees, aircraft, fucking tanks. Hold on. I'm confused. Like, how is this okay? I'm just... So again, it just raises the question, like, the why. Like, nobody knows why. There's theories, conspiracies, you know. But what's the actual why? I'm curious now. Like, when this comes out in five years, 10 years, 15, whatever it is, it's going to come out eventually like why 2020 to 2023, 2024 happened the way it happened. There's going to be, it's going to come out eventually. I'm very curious about why all this, because I've served for 20 years. I never heard of Ukraine until all this crazy stuff. We're giving them, uh, you know, $50 billion. I'm like, I've never even heard of this. What are you talking about? I got to ask that a lot. Like, are you on the side of Ukraine? I just don't want people fighting and dying. That's the thing. Yeah. I just don't want people dying. Like I don't. That's I'm not on either side because people are dying on both sides. I just want people to stop dying. But it's yeah. like my son's probably gonna bedtime, so he's probably gonna run in here and try to tell me good night. But oh, okay, okay. No, I got you. I, I got you know. Got the. I won't hold you too much. I know your uh, family is a, is a big is a big. Uh, Family's number you, one, so man. Just, Family's number one. Do you think that that was the case all 20 years, or it just no. recently became the case? So. my wife's pregnant now, right? I'm 39 years old. I'm about to have another baby, (laughs) right? So I'm 39, about to have another kid. You know, my, so my second youngest, my youngest is not born yet, but my second youngest, my youngest now, uh, Jackson, he'll be two. So I have a newborn and a two. So I'm going to have two under two for like a month, right? Uh, And everybody asks me why. They're like, dude, you're 30, 40 years old. Like, don't you, aren't you done with it? I'm like, let me explain this, man. Like I did so many deployments in my 20 years. Like I've missed so much. I've missed birthdays, holidays. I miss births. I missed it all. 
I'm done missing shit, man. Now the fact that I'm not going anywhere, I want to do it all over again. I want to be there mm-hmm. every step of the way. I miss for, I didn't meet my daughter till she was four months old. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. So when my wife is just like, hey, you know, honey, like, you know, let's have some more babies. I'm like, let's go. Like, bring, bring them on. One, I love being a dad. Being a dad is the best job in the fucking world. Two, I want to be there for everything. I don't want to miss anything. Now that I finally have the opportunity not to miss anything, I'm game. So, yeah, yeah. families recently, I mean, again, I, I've, back when I was younger, now, I mean, it's, I deployed, I was happy, you know, it was okay. But now, man, as you grow up, you realize all the things that you, you know, you missed, you know? Yeah. So. That's good, man. That's good because that's that. That's work. Do you think uh, maybe we should think about it sooner than retirement, or is Absolutely. at retirement we pushed? Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. That's good. Hey, Elijah. Again, I thank you for coming on. I mean, I, I learned a lot just from me and you, and and uh, I know you got my digits. I got your digits. Yeah, and, man. Uh, you're in my you're in my call log now. So now, if I uh, just I'm just throwing it out there. If I need information, I hey, know who to real. call. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So, I'm, I'm an open book, man. I'm, I'm literally retired. Hey, this is, this is all I do now. I just talk to people. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, yep. so where can uh, where can they reach you at, Elijah? What, what social media handles can they reach you at? Uh, it's Elijah Main One, E L I J A H Main, like the state, and then the number one because Elijah Main mm-hmm. somehow was taken, so I had to put one at the end of it. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what? Okay, but um, but yeah. So that's that's my, that's my Instagram. Sweet, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know, now you know. What's that? I said you guys are getting my cell phone number. It's not happening. Hey, only the special ones. Right? There you go, man. Hey, <laughs> I like it. But uh, if you don't know, you now you know, Elijah Main, thank you for coming on. I appreciate your time. I know that I took it away from your family. I got to go take care of my uh, newborn, too. So That's what uh, I'm talking about. Yes. How old? <laughs> he's, How old? Uh, he's two weeks. Two weeks old. Ooh. Yeah. So what he. Are you uh, doing that podcast? My wife is thoroughly indoctrinated and she supports. We support each other in all of our endeavors. Oh, that um, rolls, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and so we uh, same thing as you. I, I had the mentality. Me, we, me and my wife, we talked about it while we were in Hawaii. The whatever was in the Hawaii water it got us pregnant twice. I've heard uh, that but, a few times actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we had a fifth. We have a 15 year old, 12 year old, and now we have a two year old and a newborn. That's what and I'm talking again, about. Again, it was it was the same. It was the same thing. I am more senior in rank and I have more time because yep. I'm not in the grind per se. Yep. Right. So it's, it's definitely uh, rewarding and I want to be available. So uh, that's why we're doing it now. And, and the other day she did mention, you know, a fifth one. I'm like, Hey, take it easy, join the club, bro. Join the club. <laughs> right. This is all I'll say for all the people listening out there. If you know, anybody's listening to me talking still, um, but like, the, the biggest tip of advice I would give, especially missing so much stuff, you can relate. When I say it, you're going to probably agree uh, to, to having kids, being a dad. Number one thing in the world is just be present. You yeah. got to be present. Get off the goddamn phone. Don't watch TV. Like Be present with your kids and that's it. You're going to miss it five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. You're going to look back and be like, man, I wish I was there for all of it. So just be present. That's what you need to be yeah. is it. So all you can need is time. Be, time and I can be present with them. That's it. Iron sharpens iron. You have sharpened Absolutely. me tonight during the session. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, now you know Elijah Main. This is Pit Talk, Pulling Pits and Opinions. And uh, we out. Talk is a podcast featuring active service members discuss their thoughts and opinions on various issues around military life, current events, and issues. The statements heard here are the opinions of its members and guests. These do not necessarily reflect the views of the Department of Defense and are not endorsed or sponsored in any way. Listener, your discussion advice.